What's going on, Dangerous Man Podcast? Rory here. Um, just want to introduce you to a new segment that we're testing out called the DM Fireside Chats. And really all this is is live recording from the bonfires that we host uh, for the guys to hang out, connect, you know, goof off, have a good time, and, uh, you know, really just have some open and honest conversation with one another, enjoy the brotherhood, and um, just talk, talk life, talk, you know, the things that we deal with, the things we fight, and uh, the things that we're constantly uh, struggling with, and things we're winning with, and, um, you know, just like I said before, it's just, these are open conversations with guys from all over from all different walks of life and um so you're just gonna hear a really good honest perspective of where guys are at and so welcome to the dangerous man podcast fireside chat sessions what's up dangerous man podcast coming to you live from a dm army fire uh having a good time you guys can hear the fire ripping in the background listen to that Ooh, the crackle so we got Maddie at the table right now, and then a good friend of mine, DJ Quincy. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, what's up, man? And so, man, guys, we're going to get into just a couple different things about just just some different questions for guys to answer. Uh, question number one is going to be this. is what, what does masculinity mean to you? Question number two, why don't we connect in community? And question number three is going to be why we need to be connecting in community. Why do we need to? Why men need to be, uh, what's the word, facilitating conversation and connection with one another. And so we're going to get into that Um this episode this is going to be chopped up in a few pieces so it's gonna be good we're gonna have other guys jumping on this is kind of a live session and uh we're gonna have some fun you guys ready for this let's get some, some, yes let's, let's get, get to it, it. Yeah. we're hanging out having some beers smoking some cigars and there's a huge bonfire in the background i'm cooking and, bro you're probably in the warmest seat i want to switch with you no. my back is cold yeah my front's warm <laughs> My butt is cold. <laughs> but anyways, we're hanging out, man. It's going to be a good time. And uh, so let's just get into some conversation. So I think what we could probably start with is, <clears throat> guys, Matt, uh, Q, what does masculinity mean to you? What were maybe some masculine influences when you were a kid? Um, or or, or what, is, what, what does being a man mean to you? Yeah, to me, it's just the everyday journey of how I'm going to improve day to day, how I'm going to wake up and decide to change my life. Because we as men, we can always grow and impact others around us, grow ourselves, grow our community, uh, grow our church family, uh, whatever it is. And that's real masculinity to me, realizing and accepting and humbling yourself to a degree where you're able to change your life for the better and it's bringing others into a community like this like having a bonfire inviting others from your church <laughs> Heck and yeah, dude. hanging out having a couple cigars having some beers and saying how was your week man like what's going on at work what's going on in your personal life yeah. and how's that affecting you and how can i learn from it and how can i learn from you you know always it, it's asking for help it's 
again, it's humbleizing yourself and surrounding your. I, I think you're making up yeah. a word, humbleizing. That's humbleizing, <laughs> bro. I'm, I'm googling this right now. Humbleizing, bro. I'm gonna humbleize you. Do you want to be humbleized? I like hum- that word. Humbleized. <laughs> you're gonna get humbleized. Humble- so humble, gentlemen, you have to humbleize yourself. Humbleized. Uh, I, l- let's do this. Let's let's do. Um, what were what were when you were growing up? What were the masculine influences in your life? What were the things that you looked at and you were like, "Yo, that's a man," or that's like maybe that's a man I want to be, or hey, that's what I look at as masculine. Like, was there anything like in y'all's childhood, in your youth, and growing up? Like, what was what were the things that that really kind of um, stood out to you that were masculine? I'm going to have to say um, a couple of my family members. I'd say, like, my grandfather, just seeing, like, the traits of him just being, like, he was he just worked. He he, he was a hustler. He just was always providing for the family. Mm. Um, so provision. Provision, provision was, yeah, like, providing, a big... Providing, yeah. yeah. Just, just providing, physically being um, strong. Dude, uh, and that, that's a huge, like, honestly, that, that's a freaking huge call for men is like honestly in in a lot of how we're I think we're gauged on how we're loved is what we provide. Yeah. Like really that's a basis of it's not the ultimate determination of how we're loved, but it really it impacts a tremendous amount on how we're loved is what we actually bring to the table. What do we provide as a man? And I think that um like when it comes to provision like like, I remember back in my childhood, like, just, like, movies and certain things that I looked at. Um, I would say, honestly, like, certain characters in movies and what they brought to the table, like, as, like, dad and what you brought to the table for your marriage and your children. Like, that was a huge measure of masculinity when, like, when I was growing up. What What's a movie that comes to mind? Like, a movie mm. just came up to my, in my mm. mind. I think it was... Uh, was a kindergarten cop with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold, well, you gotta come think. on! I mean, I'm 36 years old. So I'm like, 36 years I, old. Yeah, I'll let you two duke this out. I, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Arnold. But you've got this like huge, massive, yes. you know, masculine dude, a giant right? playing an this role giant. where yes. he's like, you know, he he takes on that role, but also he has that. Um, he had that nurturing, like, nurturing Who, who is your daddy yeah, and yeah, what yeah, does yeah. he do? <laughs> I think to see the, the soft side yeah. of him, right? Come but, on, like, the yes. protective side. Because yes. he was he was still had that superhero-like right, right, right. role. But it was, like, that strength. fatherly. But he was also that fatherly, fatherly right. role to this kid while also being, like, I think he was, like, a, a detective or whatever the case may be. You can go. You guys. He was the kindergarten, you know, yeah. kindergarten cop. <laughs> yeah, kindergarten I'm a cop, cop. you idiot. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You got, you, you got me on Arnold, and I can't stop. He's gonna just do good. the whole podcast. The whole podcast. Yeah. How are you doing? What are you, what are you talking about masculinity? <laughs> you don't know anything, you girly man. <laughs> you know nothing. The guys are listening. They're like, "What is going on?" Listen, yeah. we're having a we're having a blast. Listen, yeah. so for all y'all, when we when we launch, uh, when we put a put we need another the, pallet uh, on that thing. <laughs> I know. Hey, we need a pallet and yeah, a fire. I'm freezing. I'm freezing now. Come on, my toesies is getting my toes is getting cold. <laughs> I'll burn your eyes out with my stogie. 
But uh, you know what's it's, it's funny is I, I, I would definitely, um, I, would, I would agree tremendously with um, that, that image of, ma- like, strength and masculinity and power and masculinity. Yeah. I would severely associate that with, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger or, like, these, these you know, like, like a Michael Keaton in the first Batman or, um, <clears throat> you know, John Wayne in the Westerns. And, like, like that really was... I think at that time, like a, a very um, picturesque masculinity, but that was also like a, an image shown to us too, because yeah. it wasn't the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. there was no backstory to that. It was just like I'm the cowboy, I'm the strong man, I'm this, I'm that. You know, in and in reality, when we get down to it, you know, masculinity goes so much deeper than the physical, right? Yeah. So, so let's go a little deeper then. Let's go a little deeper. What what does masculinity look like on the next level? Uh, excuse me, deeper than that. Like, is outside of strength and outside of provision, what does masculinity look like underneath that? Well, this is what men struggle with. <laughs> this is a good yeah, question. Right? We so don't want. We don't side. want to talk about this, right? Yeah. I mean, no, because. Because we just want to fake it and think like we got all the answers. Wait, you don't have this figured out? (laughs) Oh, shoot. I thought I had it all figured out. Nope, I didn't. Another one. (laughs) Another one. It's crazy because, like, you look at masculinity and it's so many different things. And honestly, I feel like it's, it's it's not what the world is trying to define it today. The picture of masculinity that you're painted today is nothing like the picture we got 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? Yeah, it's true. What do you what do you think is different? What do you think is different? What's different now that wasn't there back then? I I think we have a target on our back with culture and everything that's portrayed at us and Yo, come on. Uh, yep really the bullseye on our back to perform because we're the only men need to stand out and stand up and we're not doing our part we're not uh we're not leading in the right ways we're not gathering other men to step up and do the things that they're called to do and that's having a struggle on the family home and everything else and we um we have a part to play and in that it may take some struggle through the valley getting through a lot of lot of valley yeah <laughs> and i feel like half the time i live in the valley yeah i don't and, live on the and mountain that, and, that, and that and that's a tough part is because Come it's on. like there you it's go, bro. like who else is going through the valley with me it's like I don't know many other men in my life that Come are on. struggling like I am, like you are. Rory. You, know, you know what's the crazy thing like is you, we're all struggling. We're all struggling. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, none of us have this together. No, but that's part of the game, right? As a man, it's just like just yeah, making, you gotta figure the it out. Figure it out, and and then it's again, it's on you. And we're not 
it's all on you. But on top of that, it's like if you're not going to surround yourself with the right people, right? The right people at your table. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, come on, come on. There the it is. table. The table. Um, you're not going to figure out who's battling the same struggles that you are, right? So then now we can't help each other. Or we're not, you know, someone's not going to be open to. You're not going to be transparent with me. When I'm asking you how you're doing, you're like, I'm good, you know. And, and if I really care, why, why is that always yeah. the the response that we have? Rory, someone, I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good. That, no man is good, <laughs> bro. It's always our response, right, men? That you're listening. Isn't that always our response when somebody asks, "How you doing, man?" Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Keep it moving. And, Keep it and moving. in all reality, it's it's not always good. No. It's not always good. I'll, I'll tell you right now, man. I ain't doing good. My favorite is the extra high pitch. <laughs> same here. Same here. I'm good. I do good. I'm the good. Lies, the higher lies. pitch voice. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, why are you? <laughs> straight lie. Liars. <laughs> this is straight up lie. And it, and I, I think there's there there's a societal pressure for us to, like, keep it all together, right? Like, to try to be like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'll figure it out. Like, like men, I, I think we have to operate. And and I don't want to say it like this because it sounds a little uh, preconceived, but, like, we, we feel like, we feel, there we go. We feel like we have to have it all together. We feel like, men, we feel like we have to have all the answers, you know, when our wife comes to us or when our kids come to us or when our friends come to us. Hey, I'm dealing with this. What do you do? <gasps> uh, hold on. Let me get you an answer real quick. Yeah. Like, right? We yeah, feel. Like, well, yeah. well, who am I to, have, to be qualified to even answer that? To. <sighs> Come on, Q. Stop, <laughs> Stop it, bro. Come on. You asked Dude, me to jump on this, yo, on this podcast. Yo, I'm, I'm like, bro, I got nothing to I'm talk about. I'm yeah. glad you jumped <laughs> yeah, on it, man. That's awesome. No, it, that's true, man. Like, really, honestly, like, we're all, I, I think, in generalities, we're all trying to figure it out. Um, and I think the deficiency, the, the, the dysfunction that we have is... We're trying to figure it out by ourselves. That's a problem. Yep. We're not, hey, Q, hey, Matt, hey, Kenny, hey, Kyle. Kyle, what the heck are we doing over here? Like, we're not, we're not talking to other guys. We're just trying to figure it out ourselves. And I think this is one of the weaknesses when it comes to us. I'll be the first to admit on air that I'm weak when I'm trying to do it all by myself. Yeah. Because honestly, like, I'm good at a few things, but I'm not good at many. And I might be able to kill it in a few areas. But, man, I'll be honest with you. I suck in a lot of areas, you know. And so, and it kind of, like, it goes in seasons, right? Yep. Like, one season you might be in, you might be like, I got this. I'm killing it. It's awesome. And then three months later, you're like... Where's my shoes? Like, you, <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody help me! I don't know what I'm doing. Right? Like, yeah, you, no, you're no, like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, and and I think so. Let's push that into the next phase of like, why, why do we feel like we have to have it all together? I think it's a pride <laughs> thing. That's a, right. It's a we big, gonna get real. It's a big pride thing. Like, I'm the man. I. I know me. I know what I'm about. Yo. And when you're really put into a situation, you really don't know yourself. And I think it's 
the what was the word I used earlier? Humbly, humbly. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you're, it was when you're humbling. <laughs> Anyway, it was like a humbleism, or yeah, you, you actually made up a new Wikipedia term. I like the word humble. It comes right, off the tongue nice. There you go. When you humble yourself to other men, it helps you interact and connect and to build those friendships to say, hey, I don't have it all figured out. Q, I don't got it all figured out. Rory, I don't got it all figured out. I need some help in this area. How do I, how do, I do this? That's right. I'll, I'll be honest. With you. So I'm 40 short years old, <laughs> and uh, it it's hard to go through humility. Humility is not fun. Life will humble you. Yo, it'll smash you. Yeah, it'll smash you down. And and I, I've noticed this too is like other guys that are that are uh, I I think that we perceive as farther along than us. Mm. They have a great ability of humbling us too as well is because they're like hey listen all right listen here sparky let me tell you something and sometimes the let me tell you something is good is it's good for your benefit but man it's hard to digest well you got to be willing to take that right to take in that input that's that's you gotta hard be vulnerable to, i don't want to be vulnerable <laughs> vulnerable <laughs> makes me a weak man mm. Says who? Yeah. Mm, says, says who? pride. Yep. Says pride. There it is. Yeah. Says pride. It, it's tough being humble, right? Yeah. Or, or being in the act of somebody else humbling you. Mm. That's that's not fun. Yeah. That's no. not fun to digest at all. No. Because now you're taking from another man, and he's telling you, "Listen, what you're doing is wrong. It's not helping you. It's not valuable. You need to change." And that's hard. And and I'm saying, so from somebody who I, I've had a really hard run with male authority in my life. Mm. Um, <laughs> 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 we're, listen, gentlemen, we're laughing because these two guys at the table right now, Q and Matt, they know, like, I've had a hard run when it comes to male authority. Like, I, I have a serious trust problem when it comes to other male authorities in my life. And uh, that's not easy. That's not easy as a man. It's not easy as a father. Not easy as a church planner. It's not easy as uh, just a man in general. It's hard to ingest somebody else's, um, uh, I don't want to say opinion, but it's hard to ingest somebody else's experience. There you go. Correct. Mm. And it's difficult as a young man because we feel like, again, I got to have all the answers. I think, it too, it depends on how it's delivered, too, right? Because, like, mm. that can go yeah. back to your traumas, you know. Mm. And, and Bro, Ke- and that, Kenny's waiting that, in yeah. the rear. He's <laughs> going to jump on this. He's that, Come on. Ready. He's coming in. And <laughs> We're going to tag you in soon, bro. He's like, no, I'm walking away. <laughs> I, th- I think your acceptance part goes into how ready you are to receive that and how willing you are to accept the uh challenge or trauma or pain like are you ready to accept this pain in your life that you need to hear right it's you come to a point where okay it's time instead of instead of drinking it away instead of uh whatever your coping mechanism is and we all got those yeah yeah it's all right. Are you ready to deal with it now? And that's I, I. I'm glad you brought that up, and that's very, 
valuable to this conversation. And but th- there's got to be a plan yeah. for that because yeah. if you're going to go ahead and be vulnerable and just kind of put it all on the table, then it's got to be something, an action plan, right? Like, well, what do we do here? Whether it's going to be an accountability partner where you're going to go ahead or you go ahead and try to get therapy. Hold on. Can we hit the accountability thing? Yeah, Can we hit course. that? Because... Because that's a that's a it's a buzz term. It is. Everybody talks about it. But I'll tell you what, man. When you have real accountability in your life, it's freaking uncomfortable. It's it's yeah. serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kenny's jumping in. When you're done, you attack him in. You attack him in. He walks away. He walks away. Oh, boy, I'm good. Bro. <laughs> no, listen. Accountability. That's tough, man. Yeah. It's so listen. I got a couple guys in my life that they really. They they put me in that. They hold me over that. You y'all hear that? Hold on, everybody. Shh. You hear the crackling? That's the bonfire. I got a couple guys in my life that they hold me over that fire. And I'll tell you what, man, that don't feel good. It don't feel good. It's uncomfortable. Um, and especially given my past, it's just like I I want to accept it, but I also equally want to resist it, only because of my past. And so I, I have this like unique duality where like I'm trying to pull it in because I know it's good for me. Because I'll, t- I'll tell you what, that those guys that I'm speaking of right now, I love them, I cherish them, and I'll tell you what, um, I love that they make me feel uncomfortable. I really do because there's nobody in my life that really puts me on the ropes like that. Yeah. It really isn't. You know, and I don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I'm like, oh, this feels terrible. But when it's done, it's like, okay. Um, where where th- do I go th- from here? Thank you, yeah. sir. Yeah, it feels man. good. But, <laughs> you're, yeah, but sir, you're glad man. it went through. You know, you went yeah. through it. But mm-hmm. that, but you only get that after. After. Yeah, after. Yeah. The process. The, bro, the process. <laughs> the pro- the process. Falling in love with the process is the yeah. hardest thing yeah. to do. But I tell you what, gentlemen, those of you listening right now, um, for those of you old, to have real accountability, um, you can say I have a, you can say I have an accountability partner, but it only works. And I'm going to say this out of my weakness. It only works to the level that you're willing to use it. You've got to put yourself. You got to say, "I don't. I'm not good at this." You've got to be able to say, "I screwed up." You got to. You got to be able to put yourself out there and let them almost um, critique everything that you think you are. <laughs> yeah, perceived self, and and then take what they give you and do something with it. And I think. And I'm going to ask this, and it's a loaded question because I already know the answer. <laughs> but what do you think is the hinge, the 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 linchpin on how to receive that from other men? How do you receive accountability? What do you think is the number one thing that you need in order to receive healthy criticism to where you're at as a man? I think I got him. <laughs> Rory, tell me. Commercial the break. <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> We're good. I did. I, again. Now I, queuing up the fire. And I, I think it's ahead, the men you surround yourself with and the connections that you have because ultimately you're not going to be able to put your trust in someone that uh, may not be there fully for you. You just said it. 
you said the word, the key word, trust. trust. Boom. A hundred freaking percent. If you really want, and I'm learning this, if you really want true accountability, you got to find people. You got to find, and not just people, you got to find other men that are willing to say, nah, that's garbage. You're better than that. And they're going to pull it, forcefully pull it out of you and say, no, I'm going to hold you to a different standard than you hold yourself. Mm -hmm. That's hard to find. Yeah. It's hard to find. And so how do you find these people? That's a loaded question. Back at you, Rory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for someone who's got trust issues, I mean, yeah. you're not. Listen, I'm not gonna come. I talk too much. Hey, I'm not gonna go. come more. I'm not coming to a dangerous man, uh, you know, bonfire Let's three go. times and being like, uh, yeah. I'm gonna pick you, you, and you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got it. Uh, all right. So if I could summarize what he's talking about, thank you, bro. Um, I would say this is find people who find people who you can build trust with because ultimately this all comes down to trust. This all of it, all of it comes down to trust. If I don't trust you enough, I will never receive the words that are coming out of your mouth. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> like, I'll never receive those words coming out of your mouth if I don't trust you. So, Here's here's the thing I would ask with that is how do you come to the table and build trust from man to man? How do how do you do that? And does it take long? Does it take a long time? Is it a short time? It depends on the person. Yeah, I mean, how do you, I, I how guess do you I, build trust between another man? I I really think it depends on the things that you bond over. Um there's like Whether, guys talking in the background right now. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to get you on the mic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to come on? Anyone want to answer that question? Yep. Come on, come on. Come you want to jump on? <laughs> I think I think no, I think as I'm looking for that guy or those guys, I'm going to see how you're living your life, right? Yo, there and, you go. And then on get top that. of that from yeah. from that. from the outside in and like if mm -hmm. I don't know you, I'm going to watch you from the outside in. See how you live right. your life, right? See see how you talk, how you walk. If that all aligns and then kind of get closer to, to get to know you um, and see really does that align with the facade that you're presenting everyone, whether it's on social media or when you're hanging out with us. Right. Um, and then, truth be told, I, I might just throw something at you that uh, I wouldn't mind sharing. And if it got out, then, you know, it is what it is. Test. <laughs> You're the so, test. So like testing it. Yeah. Testing it. Testing it. You know, okay. and just kind of, okay. one, I want to see, see what your, yeah. you know, what what uh, what input you're going to give me. And then um, and then see if that even circles back. Hmm. And then, you know, just kind of go from there. But definitely, you're not, you're going to look out for someone that you definitely, there's some qualities there that I'd like to learn from you. Right. So um, I know for like. There you I, go. That's I go, a big I go one. back to like. My fourth grade teacher, you know, he was uh, the only male teacher in our elementary school, and really, he took me under his wing, taught me how to play ball, you know, as a father figure. So, like, you know, just kind of take those qualities that he just kind of instilled at us, and um, just you know, just kind of took that to to kind of the way that I guess I coach now, being like a softball dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
But, you know, this as we've lived our lives, there, I'm sure there's different guys that you can be like, oh, you know, there's, there's this trait that I like, that I admire from him, and, uh, you know, you adopted or kind of tweaked to make your own. So, um, yeah. It, it's tough because uh, I think, you know, I think we want we want to build that trust, but I honestly I, I would I would tell you this I think we we definitely as younger men, it's harder for us to establish that with you know I, I say older guys, but <clears throat> whether they're equal in age or not or much older or less older, what it doesn't even matter. But it's it's hard to establish that bond of trust between the other because <clears throat> I think for me. What I've seen so far in 40 short years of life is um, the guys, honestly, that I would say you can trust are the guys who go to bat for you when you're at your worst. Mm. That, like, listen, if, if there's guys in your life that can go to bat for you when you suck, when you're not good, and they're saying, hey, listen, I, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm willing to tell you you suck, but I also believe that you can be better. And that that's a hard thing to, to catch up because pride intervenes, right? Ego, oh, my gosh, dude. Bro, ego, whew. the worst struggle I think that us as men we deal with is our ego. We are, we are constantly in a fight, in a battle with our ego, and, and we're trying to fight our ego because we know what we need and want, but at the same time, our ego is like, no, 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 you know this, you know this, you can do this. No, no, no. It's like, no, 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 you don't know this. You don't know this. And, you know, it's humbling when another guy comes in and says, hey, check your ego at the door. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care. I, I don't care about your ego. What I do care about is you getting better. And those, just for you guys listening, those are the guys, if, if they don't care about your ego, but they care about you getting better, and they'll love you through when you're bad, and they'll help you to get better, those are the men, honestly, you need to start establishing trust, establishing, and I'm just speaking out of personal experience right now, bro, like literally, and, and I've reached probably a new season of that where there's a couple guys in my life uh, if you're listening, I love y'all. You know exactly who I'm talking about right now. Yes, it's you. But those guys, man, when they call me on the carpet, it feels terrible. But then fast, let's fast forward a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. I'm better than I was before because they were like, yo, don't give me that crap. Don't give me that. No, 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 no. You're better than that. Knock yeah, it off. Yeah. Shut your mouth and get busy. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I don't want to. And that goes back to the process and taking it step by step because with another man in your life that's bringing something to your attention that you aren't aware of and then having to accept the fact that you have to get better, that means you're going through a process to better yourself. And even though you may not see it, they're there to guide you through that process, to help you through it, and that's what ultimately will make you better in the end. And it, it can even be, like, I feel like there's this stereotype around, like, coworkers. Like, you're not supposed to get close with your coworkers. Like, you're not supposed to, 
bond with them. You're not supposed to, you know, keep it work, keep it work related only. Yeah. Like keep it service. I, I th- yeah. Keep it service. I think there's a lot of people that you work with that can make you better because they see you day to day. They see you eight right. hours out of every single day. Like they know, they, they know, know, they, they know, know stuff. They know who you are. And well, do they? Ahead. Do they? Because you're you're only gonna get the the, oh, wor- the working cue. Come on. I mean, come on. Let's just be honest. We we wear many faces. So the work. Yeah, yeah, the many yeah. masks. You're only. I mean, for me personally, I think um, I agree with you. Definitely, you know, be able to to, to identify men in the workplace that you could. Uh, grow with bond with um but i think that also d- d- depends on on the workplace the work setting you know wh- whatever you do for work but, but listen know. honestly how i mean how deep do we really get in the workplace no you well you i mean it, it depends it depends deep. what you do for work you know so like i mean i've yeah, had some jobs you, where uh, listen five o'clock i'm not actually my last job <laughs> comes, comes seven o'clock but we could be mid-conversation i'm turning around walking out <laughs> check out <laughs> yeah i'm out <laughs> punch o'clock see you later you know but you know and it depends but um it comes down to trust right and, and then at what point uh do those relationships really get to be something bigger I think if someone like identifies me, you got as you got to go that, farther than the workplace. Yeah, you got to yeah. go. You got to go outside of work. You have to. You know, I I think people do make connections during work, and but but honestly, you have to go to hang out at a fire and chat with somebody. You have to go. You've got to go because what we do as men, I know that's the measure of our success, and we use that f- yeah. very frequently. Yeah. Well, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, what do you yeah. do? And it's like. Yeah, what do you do is is great, but who are, are you? you? <laughs> he got it. Yeah, he got yeah, it. Yeah. Who are you? Like, who are you as a man? Who do you? And then I'll follow with that with this. Who are you, man? Who do you want to be as a man? And that's where we bridge the gap, I think, between older guys, trust, developing a relationship, and then saying, listen, this is who I want to be. How do I get yeah. there? How do I get there? And so that that's a that's a tough spot. It's like, how do we get there? How do we get to the man we want to be? Do we do it ourselves? And honestly, I know I can only go so far. I'm only good at a certain amount of things. I um I <laughs> um I'm only as good as I am right now. I need to be honest, I need other men to help me go to another level that I don't know how to get to myself. I can only bring myself so far. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And those other men may not be on that level that you're trying to get to, but it's finding those men that want to get to that other level. Right? It's those, or or it's, they're at yeah. that level. Yeah. They're at another level. And then and that's humbling, right? Hmm. That's humbleism. <laughs> humbleism. Humbleism. <laughs> That's humbling because you got to then you got to say I don't know. And you got to have that like if it's in the workplace you got to have like that intern mentality, right? To mm. like, you know, intern to what is a CEO type of mentality. Mm. So you got to like, be a student. Yeah, student. And I think uh that goes back to everything else whether, you know, you pride your ego to be the student, you know. I mean, we're That's students. not easy. No, it's not. No. But how are we going to progress it's in life? It's essential though. Yeah, of course. You got you to gotta be willing to be a student in, in anything and everything. So that's a great statement. 
but in reality let let me put it to you let me put it to you on this is like it's hard it's hard to be a student because like so i'll just i'll say like this so i'm 40 and i'm like uh i should have this figured out by now yeah and i don't so now what but now I gotta ask somebody else. I gotta ask another. I have to humbleism myself. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta humbleize myself and say, "Hey, how, how do, you, how do you do this?" And that's not always easy to say to another guy because you gotta swallow your pride. You gotta swallow your. You gotta kill your ego. You gotta swallow your pride, and you gotta say, "Hey, uh, how, how do I do this?" Because to be honest with you. I don't know. And that's that's not easy. So listen, hey, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we're going to get another person to jump in. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to keep chatting, and uh, uh, we'll join you guys here back in a few minutes. 